Rock Daily Fantasy Sports. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Get him. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic, on the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet, Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. the Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. Check it out. We got a great show for you. I got my man, Danny Otto, down there in the Fantasy Pit of Misery down there on the fourth floor, making me sound good, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. We got a good episode for you here on a Tuesday. With the start of Major League Baseball, I'm going to give you my takeaways, you know, from opening weekend. A lot of fun stuff we're going to get into. I'm going to talk about, you know, uh, Mr. Otani and if his first start lived up to expectations and what we can expect out of Otani moving forward. I'm going to tell you something. There were some indicators in his first start that I really, really like. And we're going to get into that a little bit later on. We got a poll question up, as always, on Twitter. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can. I ain't going to say no. Hit me up on Twitter at Spittin' Speed. You could always tell a friend to tell a friend about the Stats Over Beat Cypher. We will hook you up so you can win your leagues and win that cash. As always, we're going to get into football as well. We're in a kind of a, the doldrums of the NFL you know, calendar. Right, We had the franchise tag happen. We had the new league year happen. Free agency waves have happened. We had the combines and pro days. We're now kind of organizing for the draft. We'll talk about the news and notes in the NFL. And I'll also talk about why one top five pick that is a quarterback may not be a fit in NFL locker rooms. And as always, we put the fun in functional sports content here with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. We're going to break down yet another rapping athlete for you. Okay, we're, we're sort of improving now. The first couple of rapping athletes that we did, we were like, nah, not so much. The next guys we're doing in the month of April, this is some fire. We are going to be bringing some fire, not only from a rapping athlete, but from a friend of ours, my man Kenneth Cashman in RotoWare. We're going to get down with that on the Stats Over Beat Cypher. We got the poll question up. We have so much to get into. Listen, you can hit us up. On Twitter, you can watch us on Twitter, you could watch us on YouTube, you could watch us on Twitch. So many ways to be down with the Stats Over Beats Cypher. Let's get it started right now, though. We're going to start with baseball today, okay? It is opening day, but listen, honestly, if you were here in New York, like I am with the, with the Los Junkies, uh, there was snow on the ground. You know, the home opener for the Yankees was yesterday, and there was snow on the ground. It got postponed, and Didi wound up with eight ribbies today for the New York Yankees. Yes, indeed. We want some D, 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 Gregorius. But we're going to get into uh, the baseball stuff. First of all, a couple of injuries to note. Listen, the catcher position is being hit hard early in the season. JT Realmuto is going to miss a couple of weeks. He is 
now still with the Florida Marlins. I believe he's going to be traded at some point. He's got a back issue. He's going to miss about two weeks. Like I said, two weeks more. Okay, it's more than that 10-day DL stint. Um, The problem with this for Real Muto is I think it's going to hurt his trade value. Okay, I think Real Muto is one of these Marlins that are going to get moved. Remember, they did the fire sale. I think Real Muto is going to get moved, but could this hurt his trade value? So keep an eye on that. Also in Seattle, uh, Mike Zunino, he's on the 10-day DL. He's got an oblique injury, so you may need to go ahead and find some catchers early on in your fantasy baseball season. What I want to do is talk about some of my biggest takeaways from opening week. You know, the bunting is on the stadiums, on the facade. Hope springs eternal. You know, everybody's really excited about it. Here's some of the things I took away from opening weekend. If you are a friend of the show and you listen or watch the Fantasy Freestyle, if you're part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, I told you about some things that you need to keep an eye on all season long. I talked about the dramatic shift to left-handed hitters. We might have four or five outfielders these days against guys like Joey Votto, against guys like Joey Gallo. Okay, so keep an eye out on that. We'll continue to talk about that. We talked about the ball itself and how changes to the ball itself is making it fly further and helping out this home run spike that we are seeing. Chicks do love the long ball. So we'll talk about that a little bit more. And some other takeaways, for example, the New York Metropolitans, I don't know if you remember this last year, it was a Mets fan. That had this like thumbs down thing that he was doing that then the Yankees kind of embraced, specifically Todd Frazier embraced, and that's what they did. A lot of teams these days, when they get singles, you know, they're doing things like, or they're doing like, hey, or the Mets are doing like this right now. You know, they're always doing something back at the dugout. And last year, the Yankees used to go thumbs down, right? Because some guy was like a meme or something. Well, this guy is actually a Mets fan, and now Tom Todd Frazier is on the Mets this year. So what they do, they went from this to this, like a little Facebook like, as long as the Russians are okay with it, right? And um, so now that's what they're doing. And he was at the game literally with a thumbs up. I thought that was cool in opening weekend. Also, did you see this Bryce Harper? He was in Cincinnati. And one of the fans start taunting Bryce Harper, right? Chanting like overrated at him. Literally seconds later, he jacks a home run into right center field. I thought that was funny. Bryce Harper is off to a hot start. Bryce Harper is speeds his pick for NL MVP. The Washington National are speeds his pick for the NL pennant. Okay, I think they're off to a hot start. You definitely like that. Hello to everybody out there in Studio 34. Um... So I like the Washington Nationals. They're off to a hot start. I think Bryce is just going to keep it going and ultimately what might be his swan song with the Washington Nationals. Also, did you see my man Ichiro? Ichiro, as a 44-year-old, robbing home runs, getting hits in that Seattle Mariners lineup. Big shout-out. We tip our cap to Mr. Ichiro Suzuki. He's using that wah, if you know about that. Do you guys know about that? I don't usually do this, but book references, y'all. Book references. If you have any time, check out the Samurai Way of Baseball, and you gotta have wah. If you are a big-time baseball fan, these are two books you definitely need to read. Because Speeds does more than just, you know, vomit into this microphone. I'm a learned dude as well, okay? You gotta have wah and the Samurai Way of Baseball, two incredible books about Japanese baseball, some of our players that have gone over there, some of their players that have come over here. Maybe you know about the why Ichiro certainly has the why I told you about these three true outcomes as well in baseball 
how, you know, we care less about the strikeout. We care more about launch angle. We care more about removing the variable of defense out of it and just hitting home runs, right? The three true outcomes. Well, check this out. Ian Happ on the first pitch of the 2018 Major League Baseball season. He went yard. Three true outcomes. Check this out. On opening day, there were 13 games. There were 33 home runs hit. We're talking about two or three home runs per game. We are continuing to surpass these records. I told you about in the last episode how we have set a record. I think the ball is changing. Three true outcomes. People don't care about strikeouts. People only care about the launch angle. This is going to continue to happen. We're going to keep an eye out on this. And then in opening weekend, honestly, the team, or should I say the manager, that was in focus was Gabe Kapler over there in Philadelphia. This guy is really changing the way he's managing, and some people don't like it. Okay, check this out. One of his best players, Odubel Herrera, he sat on opening day because he didn't like the matchup. Kapler has also used 21 pitchers in the first three-game set. My man is averaging seven pitchers a game. He is wearing out the path from the dugout to the mound. I thought we only had six mound visits. He is also guaranteeing that the Philadelphia Phillies, I hear it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but he's guaranteeing that the Phillies will be a playoff team this year. Philadelphia is all of a sudden like title town, right? Villanova just cut down the nets. Big shout out to Jay Wright and his suit game, which is on point. Big shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. If you're a friend of the show and the stats overbeat Cypher, you know your boy Speeds was on the Eagles early. Preseason, I told you about the Eagles. Will it continue with the Phillies? Probably not. Will it continue with the 76ers, though? The process certainly looks good. But Gabe Kapler, think about this. MLB is even reprimanding him because once he went out and made a pitching change when no one was warming up in the bullpen. I'd call that a rookie mistake. Keep an eye on what's going on in Philadelphia, all right? Also, I told you about how the Tampa Bay Rays are changing the idea of the rotation, right? A lot of teams are doing the six-man rotation. There's the standard five-man rotation. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays are using a four-man rotation, and then every fifth day they're going to have a bullpen day. They're just going to have a bullpen day, okay? And it worked, uh, the first time around, they had Andrew Kittredge throw for three and a third innings. Then Yarbrough threw for four innings. Then um, uh, Shaz Rowe and Sergio Romo finished up. And it actually worked. And I'm going to tell you something. Watch small market teams do this because you're not going to pay a pitcher. You're not going to pay a pitcher this, their three-year, $62 million contract if you're not contending. Okay, that's what's going on these days, right? If you ain't first, you're last, like Ricky Bobby would say. So if you're not competing, then why sign some mid-level number three starter to a $12 million a year deal? You're not doing that. So the bullpen is interesting. They also had, um, this is the Rays, they had Nate Eovaldi go on the DL. He's going to have Tommy John surgery, it looks like. So they might have to do the bullpen day two out of five. That might be a stretch. Keep an eye out on that. But the biggest thing to me in uh, opening weekend was the debut of Otani. Shoni Otani, okay? This is the kid. They called him in Japan the Babe Ruth of the Japanese leagues. Because this dude was like a stud pitcher and a stud hitter. Okay? He's coming over to the Angels. He got signed by the Angels. He's going to be a pitcher. He's going to DH on certain other days, right? Uh, not the day right before he starts or the day right after he starts, but in those kind of like throw days, he's going to also serve as the DH 
for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, who I'm kind of high on this season. I like Garrett Richards. I like Otani. I like Tyler Skaggs. I like Shoemaker. I like a lot of them to bounce back and kind of uh, be above where they were in previous years. I like them to take a step, and I like their offense. You know, I know Kinsler's on the DL, but the Cozart move, a full season of Justin Upton, and with men on base and protection, look out for Mike Trout. Okay? Um, But let's talk about Otani. Okay, because we got a poll question up on Twitter. You can hit me up at Spittin' Speeds. My poll question is, will Otani ever become an all-star in Major League Baseball? And if so, will he do so as a pitcher, as a hitter, both, or neither? You can hit me up on Twitter right now. we got that poll question going. We'll check in on it a little bit later on in the show. But i got to tell you something. I like what I saw out of the Otani debut. Okay, um, he's only one for five hitting. I think last Thursday he hit as the DH. He went one for five. But this pitching, he could be something as a pitcher to me. Okay, I was worried about him a little bit because in spring training his ERA was like 27, which was absolutely ridiculous. And his fastball velocity was at like 90-91. That was a problem to me. I was a little bit, I had, uh, you know, tampered expectations when it came to Otani. Otani was not on any of my teams in my drafts. But now he's a thing. And let me tell you why. I look deeper. You know how we do with the diamonds and fugazis. We look a little deeper to see if they're a diamond in the rough or if they got some imperfections and if they're a fugazi to forget about. I think Otani is a diamond. And here's why. Check this out. It's not only the fact that he went six innings and gave up three earned runs because that's like a pedestrian line. Yeah, it's a quality start, but it's a pedestrian line. All three runs came from a home run from uh, Matt Chapman, which is an up-and-comer himself, right? But here are the stats that I like. One, he threw 92 pitches. 63 of them were for strikes, and 18 were swing and misses. That's what you're looking at, the swing and miss stuff, the whiff rate, as it were. And that was on par with your studs in the American League. Specifically on his forkball, on his splitter. He threw his splitter 24 times. He got 10 swing and misses. That is double the rate that like Masahiro Tanaka gets on his split finger. Double the rate of, say, a Kevin Gosman and other good forkballers in the American League. So that is going to translate. I'm telling you, I'm building the case right now for why Shawnee Otani is translatable. Okay? Swing and miss stuff. A forkball that plays. It looked like a video game pitch. All right? So I like that. The other thing I like, I got to tell you something. That velo in spring training that was 90-91, dude hit 99 and 100 on the gun in his first start against Oakland over the weekend. His average fastball was 97.8 miles an hour. Last year, The best average fastball in all of Major League Baseball was Severino for the Yankees. His was 97.5. This dude was averaging 97.8. If you have literally the best fastball in the league and a video game splitter, I'm going to tell you something. That's going to play. I know he's got the high slider, and I know that's what Chapman took yard, but I think this plays. I'm going to tell you right now. He's developing that third pitch. I do believe Shani Otani will eventually be an all-star, and it will be as a pitcher. Right now, we got the poll question up. Right now, about 100 of you have voted already in the last hour. I appreciate it. Shout out to the Stats Overbeat Cypher. 54% of you say, yes, he will be an all-star as a pitcher. 
7% say only as a hitter, 10% say both, and 29% say neither. You can always hit me up on Twitter, ask me questions, or answer the poll. But we got my man Danny Otto down there in the fantasy pit of misery. And Danny, I want to talk you through this next story. So Danny, are you with me down there on four, down there in the fantasy pit of misery? Are you with me, Danny? I'm here. All right, check this out, okay? We got a guy, he's a pitcher on the Cleveland Indians, and I talked about this a little bit on the last podcast, the late, the late week podcast last week, okay? So if you subscribe, like you should, you should rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You may have heard this already, but my man Danny Otto has not. Danny, there's a pitcher on the Cleveland Indians named Trevor Bauer, okay? Okay. Cool. He was going for arbitration, and that's like when he says how much he should make, and there's like an arbiter before you hit like free agency, you can go through arbitration with your team, okay? And this is a, he's a decent pitcher. He's on one of my fantasy teams. He's a legit pitcher, okay? He was looking to basically make a mockery of the arbitration system, all right, Danny? So like you and your agent submit what you think you should be paid. The team says another number, and then the arbiter decides what your salary is. You good on the concept, Danny? Yeah, definitely. Cool. So, Trevor Bauer is kind of like, you know, a fun-loving guy, shall we say. He, he suggested for his salary, get this, Danny. He originally wanted his salary to be $6.9 million, 69. His agent was like, nah, don't do that, don't do that. So instead, they settled on this number. Get ready for this, Danny. $6 million. Four hundred and twenty thousand six hundred and ninety dollars and sixty nine cents. That's what he wanted his salary to be. Okay, the Cleveland Indians came out with another number. He eventually was like, "Okay, I'll remove all weed and sex references from my salary," and eventually was like, "Nah, I want six point five two million, whatever." He won the arbitration. Okay, Danny? So he is making $6.525 million this year, which is awesome. Yeah. He was like, nah, nah, nah. I'm only going to pay myself $6,420,690.69. So check this out. Here's what he's doing with the difference. It's something like a $100,000 difference, right, that he um, got in the arbitration. He is starting, Danny, his 69 days of giving. So what he's doing is on Twitter, he's asking his followers to just nominate different charities. Okay? And he is going to, get this, Danny, he is going to give $420.69 to the charity of choice from Twitter for the next 69 days in a row. This is awesome. It is awesome. It is absolutely <laughs> awesome. This is Trevor Bauer, pitcher of the Cleveland Indians. He is giving away $420.69 for the next 69 days to a charity of choice. So, Danny, I ask you, what charities should the Stats Over Beat Cypher, like, holler at, uh, you know, Trevor Bauer and be like, yo, give to this charity? What do we think? Do you have any front runners already? Not necessarily. I think we should put it out to the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Uh, so if anybody's there in the chat room, whether it's Strong Style, I know we got some big time Stats Overbeat Cyphers. I know my homegirl Jilly Dilly is watching or listening right now. Big shout out to Jilly Dilly and her father-in-law Stanley. I see you out there, Stanley. I hope you become part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. And do me a favor. Suggest a charity that we can get at Trevor Bauer. 
and see if uh, he'll donate four hundred and twenty dollars and sixty nine cents to Danny. Is this not the best thing you've ever heard of in this your life? This is one of the greatest things I've ever heard. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Jeff Passan out of Yahoo, who I know from back in the days, go orange, let's go Cuse. Um, he reported this, and he's saying that this is a whole new section of charity. He's calling it, quote-unquote, benevolent trolling. And that's what I think he's doing. He is trolling the arbitration system, making a mockery out of the arbitration system. And I, for one, love it. Okay, so do me a favor. Hit me up at Spit and Speeds and let me know what charities should we tell Trevor Bauer to donate $420.69 to. Check this out, Danny. Here's what he says. Quote, I'm just trying to give to charity, man. I'm fortunate enough to be in a position where I have the ability to do that. I have the means to do that. I'm in a good spot. And if I can use my platform to spread stuff that I'm passionate about, I'd love to do so. This is the kind of guy we, we love and support. Right, Danny? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, okay? Check it out. You can check it out on my Twitter. I uh, retweeted his video where he announced the 69 days of giving. So we're going to be doing this for the next two months. So here in the Fantasy Freestyle with Stats Overbeat Cypher, we're going to check in on Trevor Bauer and his 69 days of giving. But you know here what we do here, Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority. We put the fun in functional sports radio, and there's no way to do it than aligning ourselves with Trevor Trevor. Bauer and the 69 days of giving. So, Danny, I'm going to give you some think time when we come back at the end of the show and we break down the rapping athlete. I'll see if you have any other charities that we should, um, you know, suggest to Trevor Bauer. Sound good? I'm sure it does. Sounds good to me. It sounds great. All right, check this out, guys. Before we switch into football, I got to tell you about my favorite DFS site. It is www.fantasyfactor.com. If you know about the Stats Overbeat Cypher, if you know about Fantasy Freestyle, you know about Fantasy Factor. Fantasy Factor is the perfect daily fantasy site for the casual recreational player. Flatter prize pools, smaller fields, single entry contests only, okay? You're not out there on those big boy sites competing against guys with their algorithms and their 50, 100 lines lineups in a contest, single entry contest. They also do free rolls. They do free entry NHL contests and NBA contests every single week. All you got to do is sign up and enter. Check them out over at www.fantasyfactor.com. Let them know that your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority sent you. All right. That's how we do it. I want to switch over to football, though. We got some news and notes. We had a big trade that happened like an hour ago, okay? If you're listening right now, breaking news. Danny, I don't know if we have like a little breaking news thing. Whatever it is, but breaking news right now. The New England Patriots have traded wide receiver Brandon Cooks and a fourth-round pick to... The Los Angeles Rams. The Los Angeles Rams for their first-round pick and a sixth-round pick. So now the Pats have the Rams' number 23 pick overall. But the Rams, who lost Sammy Watkins in free agency, replaced their downfield threat with Brandon Cooks. Ooh, this sounds like breaking news. Yeah, I like that. I like that, Danny. They don't call him the best in the business for nothing. Danny pulling double duty down there in the fantasy pit of misery. Dilly dilly to Danny. Um, so Brandon Cooks is now on the Rams. Okay, I told you last week. 
I love what the Rams are doing. The Rams are taking their chips and they are shoving all in. They have an ascending quarterback. They have an MVP caliber back in Todd Gurley, right? What do they do on the defensive side? They got themselves Marcus Peters and Aqib Talib at new cornerbacks. What else did they do? They got themselves in Dominican Sue on one defensive end. Don't forget Aaron Donald, the, in my opinion, best defensive player in the NFL. So what's that going to mean? That's going to mean quick pressure up the middle, and then you have ball-hawking corners on either side in Talib and in Peters. Woo! And then on the offensive side, you got Goff ascending. You have Gurley, fantasy MVP. You got Cup, you got Woods, you now add Brandon Cooks to the mix in a division where the Arizona Cardinals are on the decline, in a division where the Seattle Seahawks are on the decline, in a division where the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy GQ, sure, they're ascending, but they got a little ways to go. Boy, do I love the Los Angeles Rams, and this move only helps it even more. I'm telling you right now, look at the futures bets. I think the NFC might go through Los Angeles this year. But let's look at the Pats side. Listen, they lost their defensive coordinator. They lost Deion Lewis. They lost Malcolm Butler, right? They should have lost their offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels, but he did some prodigal son nonsense, right? There's questions about if, Zon if Gronk cares about football anymore. I think it's the fall of Rome. I think it's the fall of Rome. You got Tom Brady as a, you know, 74-year-old. And you got Bill Belichick's message, which after 18 years may be getting a little bit stale. Okay? The little gremlin in his hoodie may be getting a little bit stale. I'm going to tell you right now, later on when we get into football season, I will not be picking the New England Patriots to be in the AFC title game. That's right. I said it. We're going to be seeing some fresh blood in the AFC, and this is no different, okay? You lost Brandon Cooks. Let me ask you something. What weapons do you really have outside of Gronk? Rex Burkhead is your weapon, you know? Malcolm Mitchell is your weapon. What are you really doing? Are you just relying on, you know, Gronk and Brady and that's about it? You lost your best offensive lineman in Nate Soldier going to the Giants as well. All right, so keep an eye out on that. Obviously, the Pats now have two first-round picks and can replenish the coffers, but it could be the fall of Rome up there in New England. Other news and notes real quick. The Vikings have signed wide receiver uh, Kendall Wright. That is interesting. It's not going to threaten Stefan. Can you digs it? Or Adam, I got a feeling. But I do think it threatens uh, Laquan Treadwell. I do think it threatens Michael Floyd. I think Wright becomes the wide receiver three for the Minnesota Vikings. And it could be an interesting fantasy valuable spot. Wanted to let you know about that. The Jets have signed Thomas Rawls, formerly of the Seattle Seahawks. This is nondescript to me. In on the Jets, you still have boom boom bilal, pow, pow. They signed the Crow Show, Isaiah Crowell. You have Elijah McGuire as well. I don't think this moves the needle. This is a nondescript story. Out there in the Raiders, though, check this out. They cut their Pro Bowl punter, Marquette King. I thought that was pretty interesting. Might they be going? You know, for the replenish in the draft as well. There's a big-time Texas punter. His name is Michael Dixon, okay? This dude was far and away the best punter in NCAA. Watch someone spend a top 
first, second, or third round pick on this punter out of Texas. And I think it could be the Raiders replacing King. And it could be the Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Their punter, Donnie Jones, retired after the Super Bowl. So keep an eye out on that. Another thing to talk to you about is Dez Bryant and the Cowboys. They seem to be like this, guys. They really seem to be like this. I don't know if uh, – I don't think he's going to get cut or traded, but keep an eye out on Des Bryant. Remember, they brought in some new wide receiver talent as well last week. Alan Hearns from the Jacksonville Jaguars. We thought it was to kind of push Terrence Williams as the number two, but does that make Des expendable? We'll keep an eye out on that. The gap between Odell Beckham and the Giants continues to widen as well. We hear that the Giants want two first-round picks for Odell Beckham. I got to tell you, though, I thought he might have round up with the Rams. I thought the Rams were a team that might have paid that cost for Odell Beckham, but instead they just went and acquired Brandon Cooks for the same role. So we'll see what happens with Odell. Um, the last thing I'll say about this in terms of news and notes before we get into our main football story today here on the Fantasy Freestyle is uh, Peter, Peter King, Monday Morning Quarterback. They are now reporting that sources say the Browns will take Josh Allen number one overall. Josh Allen, the quarterback out of Wyoming, I do believe. Remember, I gave you my preview on all these draft quarterbacks. Tune in to, uh, there was a previous episode. That's why you got to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, okay? Because if you do, you had that on a previous episode of the Fantasy Freestyle where I talked through the strengths and weaknesses of all of these quarterbacks. Darnold, Rosen, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, even Mason Rudolph, and the kid out of Rich, uh, Richmond, Kyle Laletta. I broke all of those guys down, but it looks like... The Browns are going to go ahead with Josh Allen. A lot of people are reporting that right now. And I think it's interesting. Because if you're the Browns, you acquire Tyrod Taylor. You acquire T-Mobile to be your kind of bridge quarterback. But he's a little bit better than a bridge. So then, given that, it makes sense to me that you're going to get this project at quarterback that has all the raw tools that you can develop. Instead of, say, a guy like Sam Darnold out of USC who might be more ready. Okay, so that could be where they go. I think it makes sense with Tyrod there. And then that could mean that guys like Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen are in play for number two and three here in New York, the New York football Giants and the J.E.T.S. Jets, Jets, Jets. But what I want to do is dive in a little bit deeper on Josh Rosen. He's a quarterback out of UCLA. And there's been um, there's been some stuff about him. Okay, he came out. Last year during college football saying that, uh, you know, talking about how athletes should be paid. He's an outspoken dude. He's intellectual. He has his own mind, okay? And he talks a little bit. What I thought was interesting is two things. One, his coach, Jim Mora, at UCLA, came out and said that if he had the number one pick, he would pick Sam Darnold. He wouldn't pick his own guy. He wouldn't pick his own guy. What does that mean? He also came out, Jim Mora again, Rosen's coach, and said that Rosen needs to be, quote-unquote, challenged intellectually. That he'd go with Darnold number one and that Rosen needs to be challenged intellectually. Not necessarily a ringing endorsement from your college coach. Check this out. He says, and I quote, he needs to be challenged intellectually so he doesn't get bored. He's a millennial. He wants to know why. Millennials, once they know why, they're good. Josh has a lot of interests in life. If you could hold his concentration and focus only on football for a few years, he'll set the world on fire. He has so much ability. He's a really good kid. 
But he's kind of saying that, like, you have to interest him. You have to invest him. You have to challenge him. I don't know how that plays. Like, in the draft, you always hear about these guys who talk about how much they love football. You're looking for guys who eat, sleep, dream, bleed football. Doesn't seem like Josh Rosen is that kind of guy. Josh Rosen has his own opinions. Josh Rosen is also not the most agile of quarterbacks. And so your boy Speeds thinks that Josh Rosen is going to get concussed and then concussed again. And when he's worried about his brain, if he's some kind of millennial intellectual, how long do you think Josh Rosen is down for the NFL? I'm not sure. You see how guys walk away and retire right now in their late 20s? If you're going to invest the top five pick on Josh Rosen and there's a risk that he, you know, may not want to do it anymore after three years or after 100 hits to the brain. I would, it's cause for pause for me. Here's the other thing. In that NFL locker room, it's not like college, man. You're dealing with grown-ass men that need to feed their families. This is how they put food on the table. And you're out there being like a mercurial dude. I don't know how that plays in an NFL locker room, okay? I understand. Listen, I understand having your perspective. I get the opportunity to spit my perspective into this microphone on the Fantasy Sports Network. Trust me, I get it. But is he a fit for an NFL locker room? I'm not so sure. As of now, I am fading Josh Rosen. I think he might be a little bit of a long-term fugazi, someone to forget about when it comes to the NFL draft. Give me Baker Mayfield. Give me Sam Darnold instead. That's my thing. And the other part of this is, Maybe they're in cahoots with each other, Mora, his coach, and Rosen, because there have been reports that he does not want to go to Cleveland. He's a California kid. You know, he's a bright light, a city boy. Maybe they're throwing this out there, his coach being like, eh, he's mercurial. Eh, he still has room to develop. Maybe this is all a PR shtick to avoid Cleveland at number one, because number two and number three, New York City. Okay, so could this all be them engineering his way to get Rosen away from Cleveland with the number one or the number four pick and over to New York in a bigger media market where he can, you know, explore his talents, as it were. Your boy Speeds kind of thinks that I, I tweeted that out. Earlier in the week, and my man Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook, the glitch in the system, liked it and agreed. So keep an eye out on that. Um as we move on, getting ready for the draft. But here's what I got to do. All right, Danny, we're gonna about to put the fun in functional sports radio. As you know, we have a good time here with Stats Over Beat Cypher, Jilly Dilly, and Stanley down in Florida. Big shout-out to you. I got a question from the Stats Over Beat Cypher earlier in the week also. Um, we're talking about how Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch, who signed with the Raiders to be their lead back again with John Gruden. There was some you know, up and down about that. Would that happen or not? And he took a pay cut. And a uh, big shout-out to my man Candyman on Twitter, at Candyman, okay? He was um, representing one of my theses from fantasy football. He talked about the Raiders' new offense, okay? I'm talking Amari Cooper. They signed uh, Jordy Nelson. They might get Eric Decker. Doug Martin, the muscle hamster they brought in. Um, Jared Cook. And he described them as a fantasy herd, and that's something I talk about when we talk about fantasy football, how those teams that are prolific offensively are not necessarily as good 
for fantasy purposes. Give me DeAndre Hopkins, where I know he's the tried and true number one guy and it's going to get that production, right? But when I look at the New New England Patriots, I don't know on a week-to-week basis which running back is going to pop off. If you look at the Detroit Lions, I don't know on a week-to-week basis, will it be Golden Tate? Will it be Marvin Jones? Will it be Kenny Galladay? I don't know. So those teams that have the fantasy herd, the Chargers are another one, not good at fantasy. And the Raiders may be a fantasy herd, so big shout-out to the Candyman using my terminology of the fantasy herd out there with my BFF Mike Florio as well. Big shout-out to the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Homegirl Jilly Dilly out there as well. But um, here's what we're going to do, Danny. You know how we break down the rapping athletes, right? So we're going to break down another rapping athlete. Today's rapping athlete is the black unicorn, Martellus Bennett. Martellus Bennett announced his retirement from the NFL, been on a number of teams, Dallas, the Giants, Green Bay, New England. Big shout-out to the black unicorn. The black unicorn out on SoundCloud put out something called I'm Not a Rapper, But Some of My Friends Are. And he's got a track that we're going to share with you guys today. It is called Take a Flight, and it is featuring... Snoop Dogg. All right, so we're going to play a little bit of the Black Unicorn, Martellus Bennett, Take a Flight featuring Snoop Dogg, and then uh, Danny and I are going to break it down a little bit. You cool with that, Danny? I'm sure you are. I am. I'm sure you are. How about we play a little bit of Martellus Bennett, Take a Flight, right now here on the Fantasy Freestyle for the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Let's get it popping. Man, that's Super Dave, Django, Super Slave, Super High and Super Pace, surfing on a stupid wave, jellyfish and killer whales, killer cam, dipset, astronauts and telescope, can't reach me by the telephone, we too high, that's high five, jump shots, bounce passes, sky hooks, season passes, theme park, Marty Land, you'll never need another man, take my hand, let me take you to another land. Hey. Analyst, analyzing, teleporting, pantomime, more work, no dirt. You could say I'm sanitizing. Got the bitches fantasizing. All right, let's wrap that up a little bit, Danny. So check that out. That was Martellus Bennett, Take a Flight, featuring Snoop. I got to tell you, Danny, right off the top, if you're big time enough to get Snoop as your, like, cameo appearance and singing the hook, it ain't bad. You know what I'm saying? What'd you think about Martellus Bennett, his verse? What'd you think, Danny? I didn't think that was bad at all, actually. It sounds like like a, a summer... Yeah, yeah, I like that. Basically. It sounds like more summertime rap, yeah. more West Coast rap Yeah, definitely. to me rather than that lazy Southern trap house nonsense. So, but the thing is he had Snoop with him. Yeah. So like, check. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, that was pretty cool, right? I think he has a little bit of a less seasoned flow. But it was cool. It gave me like a cookout vibe, right, Danny? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. All right, so we got to put it in our. I, I think I don't think he goes above my man uh, Marvin Bagley because he was bringing that relevant, you know, I conscious agree. woke nonsense, yeah. right? So, but he's kind of in the middle, right? Yeah, definitely. I thought it was pretty good. Listen, if you guys have ideas of other rapping athletes that we need to critique, holler at your boy Spitting Speeds on Twitter, and we'll uh, get him down with the show. I got to tell you something, because you know it's stats overbeat cipher though. We got our guys, Young Kaz, The Effect, The Trap Game, Maestros. We got, uh, you know, the analyst, Chris Ventra, I guess. 
Um, but what we also have is my man Kenneth Cashman, straight out of Rotoware, okay? And he he uh, he'd be dropping bars also. So with the stats overbeat cipher. Check this out, Rotoware debuting a new rap song right there for the start of baseball season. Danny, do we have that to play as well? We do. All right, let's get a little bit of my man Kenneth Cashman. It's about a minute representing Rotoware in the start of fantasy baseball season. Let's get that. Kenneth Cashman, Rotoware. Nicest shirts in the whole game, man. There's no denying anyone saying otherwise. It's on the lion. Every couple weeks, drop another dope design. Any other brand is sniffing them in those line. Lyrically, I'm Kobe Bryant mixed with Nolan Ryan. In my prime, going strong, showing no decline. Each week, I leave the teams I'm playing pulverized. Flow is fly like any suit owned by Clyde. Talk smack on every track, balls are oversized. Like Miyagi when he rolled right into Cobra Kai. All these roto rhymes got me working overtime. Vince Carter on the mic, I leave you. Posterized. My dude, I don't abide, bro, you should go and hide Like Bobby Valentine with the rubber nose disguise Blow your mind with the dose of my potent rhyme Savage like Reggie Miller throwing up a choking sign Kenneth Cashman Alright, that's my boy Kenneth Cashman out of Road Aware Yo, Danny, hot fire, what do you I, think? I, that was good too Hot fire, baby yeah. Yo, Kenneth Cashman out there in Road Aware, he said like Start putting out your own rap. So I gave him a, a couple bars. I told him, Road Aware, keep you looking fresh no matter what the size. Your game catching eyes like Aaron Judge. All rise. But um, Kenny Cashman doing his thing over there at Road Aware. My bench better than your starters. Big ups to the stats overbeat cypher right there. I don't know. What would you think, Danny? I liked it. And the fact that it was all about his stuff right. and, and everything. Good yeah. promotion. Yeah, it was I got to tell you, good promotion out there. That's all people. They down with the stats overbeat cypher. So check this out. We're going to have other rapping athletes coming at you in the next couple of weeks. We're going to give you the tops. Okay, Danny? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to – because everyone talks about how Damian Lillard is, like, by far the best rapping athlete. Next week, Danny, we're going to play some uh, Damian Lillard. He has – check this out. He has an album out that every track is featuring Lil Wayne. So we're going to hear a little bit of Dame Dollar and Lil Wayne next week. We got Iman Shumper doing freestyles on the Funkmaster Flex show. We got a lot of stuff coming. So let me know how you thought, what you thought about those freestyles. Danny, what's going on on Popping Off this week? Popping Off this week. This is going to be a very interesting episode. All right. Tell me we about it. We have Marissa the Bartender. The, yes. The gotta love Marissa the Bartender. bartender of Popping Off at this point. Whoa. She's also the official bartender of the Stats Overbeat <laughs> Cypher, though, Danny. We so we're going to have to talk about share. that. We All right. Share. Keep going. What else we got? Uh, we're also going to go over some of uh, the Infinity Wars uh, toy line that's coming out. Oh, you need to tell me more about that. Yeah, it's it's going to be pretty cool. The, all right. All, all the new toys that are coming out for Infinity Wars in promotion for the movie. Nice. So we're going to go over some of that. I like that. I like that. Sounds like fun. And when can people listen or watch Popping Off on the Fantasy Sports Network? Uh, every Wednesday night, uh, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Absolutely. That's what you need to do. You need to keep it locked to the Fantasy Sports Network, whether it be Popping Off my man Danny and Ashley, whether it be the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the Spitting Statistician, whether it be Fantasy BFFs with my guys Mike Florio, Frank Stanfield, and Sussmania, Greg Sussman. I also hear we have a new morning show with Mr. Craig Carton and the Fantasy Executive. You might want to tune into that as well with the tens of thousands of other people that are checking them out on a daily basis. Check it out. I'm going to get out of here in a hot second. 
next uh, later on this week, though, if you subscribe to the Fantasy Freestyle, we got a big show for you at, uh, as the podcast late week. We're going to talk about Johnny Football. We're going to talk about Colin Kaepernick. We're going to talk about Eric Reed. We're going to talk about position by position in fantasy football. We're going to talk about the age curve of different positions. Why I believe running backs that are rookies you can get. Why I believe wide receivers you need to wait until years three or four. Why tight ends you do not want rookie tight ends. We'll talk about that in our late week edition of the Fantasy Freestyle. We'll also talk about how this Triple G and Canelo Alvarez fight got canceled and why and why I believe it is a plausible excuse. We'll get into that and as always with the fun and functional sports radio. That's about my time. Before I get out of here though, I do got to tell you about DKMS. Check this out. Every three minutes, an American is diagnosed with blood cancer. Unfortunately, only 30% of patients are able to find a bone marrow donor in their family. That's how you can help. Go to DKMS.org slash fantasy today. Sign up to register to be a donor. Okay? They'll send you a kit. You swab your cheeks. You send it back to them. That is it. If they find a match for you, they let you know. We talk about fantasy all the time. It's the fantasy freestyle. You can save someone's life. Not in the fantasy world literally in real life you can save someone's life check it out go to dkms.org slash fantasy to find out how you can help we got that poll question going up right now let me know if you think otani will be an all-star as a pitcher as a hitter both or neither you could always hit me up on twitter at spit and speeds thanks to the stats overbeat cypher for checking in as always big shout out to jilly dilly and her father-in-law down there in florida rate review subscribe to the podcast i'll be back bringing you that heat i am an inconvenient truth the way i bring that heat al gore ain't got nothing on me check it out later in the week fantasy freestyle will be back we'll be putting the fun in functional sports radio helping you win your league and win that cash shout out to villanova and the city it's always sunny in philadelphia i'm out peace Sports Radio Network, the only free 24-7 fantasy sports radio network.